Before we get going with this week's show, a word from our friends at Adelphi Racing Club. Adelphi is a racing club of like-minded people who enjoy horse racing and the camaraderie of being a part of something bigger than themselves. It's a true community. Adelphi's founding partners have all owned horses in other partnerships and syndicates as well as on their own, and the overarching goal with Adelphi is to blend the benefits of solo ownership, without the administrative hassle, with the thrill of partnership experience. Adelphi offers an interactive ownership experience with real-time access to other partners, trainers, bloodstock advisors, and other members of the team. Adelphi partners receive frequent multimedia content on their horses, including videos, photos, and partner-only podcast content provided by the In The Money Media team, as well as premium on-track and off-track hospitality experiences. Adelphi has an exciting class of yearling prospects, which are now available, including, just to name a few, uh, Solevo who is a Street Sense filly that is bred to be fast and early and has some major European influence in her pedigree. She'll be headed to Ray Handel's barn in the spring. And a yet-to-be-named Colt by Taprit, who looks and is bred to be a two-turn horse. His dad won the Belmont Stakes, and his dam was a speedy stakes performer out of leading broodmare sire Distorted Humor. The second dam was also a stakes winner out of Arch. Further building upon the two-turn credentials, this one will be headed to Christophe Clement's barn in the spring. Join the club. There are many ways for you to find information about Adelphi Racing Club. Let's start off with the website, adelphiracing.com. Email matt at adelphiracing.com for more information and on social media, Instagram at adelphi underscore racing and on Twitter at Adelphi Club. That is Adelphi Racing Club. Be sure to check them out. Now, on to this week's show. One more thing right before the show begins. Unfortunately, uh, as I recorded the show, uh, I still had my camera connected to my computer and a little annoying bit of feedback pops in when I'm not speaking into the microphone. Um, I'm hopeful producer Craig can work his magic, but he said there's no guarantees. So uh, hopefully it's not too, too bad. But just to give you a heads up, if there is a little annoying noise in the background, uh, it's because of my screw up. Doesn't happen often, but I occasionally jack something up. So I apologize. Uh, hopefully it's not too annoying. Now here's the show. What's happening? Welcome into the Matt Bernier Show, part of the In The Money Media Network. My name is Matt Bernier. You can follow me on Twitter at Bernier underscore Matt. Today is Monday, December the 6th, 2021. This is episode 94 of the show. However you listen, thank you for doing so. Many ways to find the podcast. Audio only, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and themoneypodcast.com. You can also listen over on YouTube. All you need to do is search bar Matt Bernier Show. You'll get this episode along with the 93 prior. The plan for this week was to go into the Kentucky Oaks top 10, the way things look, maybe chop up a few things that happened the weekend prior at Aqueduct with the Cigar Mile and Demoiselle and the Remsen and other big, big performances and maybe wrap up with some football talk. Um, and unfortunately, this is probably going to be a very brief show because I don't really have a great deal to report that's not already been reported. And I just have my opinions and my pieces that I can speak on. But I, I on Twitter right now, I'm looking at trending pieces. And this is at just before 2 o'clock on Monday afternoon. Um, you have things trending like, well, let, let's start off with, um, oh boy, I don't even know where to begin. Let's go from the bottom up. Uh, Jeremy Strong, who apparently is an actor in Succession, there's some profile on him done by The New Yorker. 
former FBI director James Comey is trending. Um, Mitt Romney's trending. Chip Kelly is trending in the fact that he, you know, folks at Oregon may want him to go back because now Mario Cristobal is going back to Miami, it seems like. College football, pretty prevalent, big deal this time of year. Um, there's a former Republican senator who is uh, apparently looking to run for governor of Georgia. Uh, let's see, some other things. Uh, New York City Mayor de Blasio, a uh, vaccine mandate for all private sector workers. I know this isn't typically how this show goes. Uh, the Philadelphia Flyers have made a, a, a change. Elaine Vignol is out as coach. There's another coaching change that happened the other day with the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, there's a new trailer for The Matrix, which is, you know, kind of a big deal, I guess. People uh, like The Matrix movies. Uh, the Bills and Patriots are playing on Monday night, so that's that's trending. Um, I mean, there are a million different things. For whatever reason, people are still interested in Jake Paul. He's now going to fight Tyron Woodley again. Um, and now there's a half million dollars on the line if Tyron Woodley can knock him out, which uh, neither here nor there. Um I mean, an editor from the Washington Post has passed away. Again, the Oregon news with the, the coaching changes, all of this. And the reason I'm ripping through all of these different things. I mean, it's a Monday and it's a pretty, there are many different things going on. There, there is some news. It's not as though it's a, it's a quiet Monday. And trending number one in the United States is Medina Spirit because he is dead. Medina Spirit died this morning in a, I'm not even going to call it an accident. Um, apparently he just collapsed after a workout. Uh, he is dead. So we're at a point now in time where the Kentucky Derby winner has passed away. Um, let me go through and I'm going to do this on the fly because that's just the way everything has gone. Um, there have been some pieces put out there from CHRB as far as the vets are concerned. Um, there's a statement that has been made by Baffert and his attorney. Um, some of the, the quotes here, Dr. Jeff Blee, equine medical director for the CHRB. He collapsed following a five furlong breeze. Um, I, I'm summarizing here from uh, Alicia Hughes from uh, TVG. She is uh, in charge of their digital content. Um, just one of the quotes when, uh, the track vet got to him, he had already expired. Speaking of Medina spirit, our presumption is a cardiovascular insult. Um, the CHRB and reading some other pieces here, there's a full quote out here somewhere, but effectively, um, they're running all the tests, blood, hair, urine, tissue, be sent to a lab, uh, for further testing, a full, uh, necropsy will be done and, it may take up to 60 days to find out what the true cause of death was. Baffert's attorney has released a statement on his behalf saying all of the usual things that you would expect at this point, you know, thoughts and prayers, yada, 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 all that nonsense. I, I don't know what else to say. I'm not going to speculate on the Baffert piece. We've already done this. We did this after the derby with this horse and everything that went on. I mean, it looks terrible for him. If it is just purely dumb luck, I mean, the guy's got just horrific luck. Um, if it's something worse, it's something worse, and he'll get his in time. I, I guess me for all this show is going to be here is more or less that I, I tweeted it. Talking about Medina Spirit, this this poor horse has been dealt the shittiest hand of any uh, of any equine athlete for sure of the past handful of years. And, and uh, you could, I'm sure there are other examples of human athletes that I'm missing, but 
to go through and think about it, he only sold for $35,000 because he wasn't the you know, he wasn't the, the prettiest thing to look at as far as his action and all this, that, and the other. And who knows? I don't know if he vetted out funny, whatever the deal was. Clearly, he was not a highly sought after asset from a racing standpoint. And then he develops into what is effectively just a sparring mate for Life is Good when the two of them were both in Baffert's barn. And Life is Good was clearly the bell of the ball. And this horse, Medina Spirit, was, he was fine. He was a gutsy little one that was going to make the good one have to work and get his exercise in. And Medina Spirit starts to show that he's got a little bit more than just being a workmate in him. That he's actually a pretty darn good racehorse. And no, he's not the flashiest thing on the, on the racetrack. But he's running respectable figs. And he's he deserves some merit of his own. And no, he doesn't win the Santa Anita Derby, but he runs well enough to make you think, yeah, he's got a big chance in a race like the Derby if he's able to get out there and, and perhaps show some stuff. And sure enough, he makes the front and he wins the Kentucky Derby. And he is, he's the sort of horse that he has the traits, put it this way. He has the traits that all of us want in our human athletes, especially the ones that we know are not the cream of the crop as far as the talent is concerned. We all know LeBron James is going to do LeBron James things. We all know Max Scherzer is going to do Max Scherzer things. We all know Mike Trout. We all know Connor McDavid. We all know, you know, Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson, you name it. Some of the best of the best. Tom Brady. Talent-wise, they all have it in spades. And from a horse racing standpoint, life is good, has the talent in spades. Jackie's warrior, talent in spades. Medina Spirit never claimed that. He never could claim that. He was never the most talented in really any of his races. But he had that intangible, that will to win. He wanted to beat you. And he had that fight in him. I think of, I, I, I live in New England. I've grown up here. I lived here most of my life. I'm a big New England sports fan. He had a lot of Dustin Pedroia in him. Kind of an FU mentality. I may not be the biggest. I may not be the strongest. I may not be the fastest, but I'm sure as hell going to go out there and give you a fight. And he would do that every time. And Pedroia won an MVP and Medina Spirit won the Kentucky Derby. And then he tests positive for an overage of a medication that I, I, again, the details of it, whether it was from the cream, whether it was something else, point is, wasn't supposed to be in a system and it was. Is it why he won the Kentucky Derby? No. And I feel like we're just rehashing everything. If you want to hear my whole spiel about that, go back to the episode just after the Derby, the Monday following the Derby. But now, this horse is all of a sudden the poster child for everything that's wrong with horse racing. When he didn't do anything wrong. All he's asked to do is go out there and run and give everything he's got. And he did that time and time again. And I'm not gonna, I'm not even talking from a handicapping standpoint. You all know my opinion or my feelings of him, that he was a horse that was dependent on having the lead. But damn, if he wasn't an absolutely stubborn, stubborn horse to get by. In fact, no one ever went by him when he was able to make the front. So he's got intangibles that you, I think anyone would want in an athlete. 
He may not be the biggest, strongest, fastest, but boy, he's got the will to win. He wants to beat you. That's all you can really ask for in an athlete or a competitor in general. But then all this stupid stuff happens. And how will it all end? I don't know, but he's probably going to get disqualified from the Kentucky Derby because something was in there that wasn't supposed to be in there, at least to that level. And then he becomes a symbol of everything that's wrong in the business, even though he's not really the one to blame for any of it. And he misses the summer. He comes back and he races that he runs in that race at Del Mar and wins the shared belief. Then they're going to go to the Pennsylvania Derby. And it's said because of the draw that they don't end up going there and they wait for a softer spot or stay home or however you want to shape it. But again, people run with narratives. People cook up their own ideas. And again, it's a long winded way of saying he's never, ever going to get the credit he deserves. And he's going to go down really with a very modest overall resume, but he's going to be one of the more important horses of the past um, 25 to 30 years, maybe even longer than that, depending on all the chips that may fall from here. And it's just unfortunate that this horse, that this is how it's going to end for him. Um, whether it was genuinely some sort of a heart attack situation or it was something else, it, it's just a shitty situation in general. But from jump, this horse never got the credit or the adulation that he deserved for what he was able to accomplish on the track. And right up until the end, finishing second in the Breeders' Cup Classic. And I know I was railing on the idea that he didn't, he wasn't given the best opportunity to win. I stand by that. And to me, it's even worse now. It makes me feel even worse now because that was his last race. And he wasn't given a proper chance to win. And I'm not getting into the semantics of when we, we again, we went over that a couple of weeks ago, post Breeders' Cup. But for that to be his final moment on the track in the afternoon in a race, it just it's it's very, very unfortunate. It's very sad. The whole story is terrible. And now it leaves us again, like I said the number one trending thing on Twitter in the United States right now. And, I, and who knows, maybe it's even bigger than that. I'm sure I can change this on the fly. Anyway, United States. The number one trending piece is Medina Spirit. I mean, I, I'm sorry, he's number two now. It just, it it's the worst, it's the worst case scenario for this entire story because now this is right back in the public's eye and again i'm just regurgitating all the things i said day after or two days after the derby that racing has put itself in this position the powers that be and yes i'm going to directly say chrb um, and, and basically all of the alphabet soups of the world because they're all complicit in it everyone is to get to this point where now you are trending because of all the wrong reasons and for all the wrong reasons, there's no one to blame but yourself and you just hope that racing can get through this and you hope it's better off on the other side. I know this whole HESA thing is coming in. I, I Frankly, 
despite the fact that there's some tie to the government involved, why should I have any faith that it's actually going to change anything? The more things change, the more they stay the same in this silly industry. People can't get out of their own way. No one does anything the right way. And you end up with an innocent animal like this that ends up unfortunately expiring and he's never ever going to be thought of the way he should have been thought of. He's going to be thought of for all the wrong reasons as opposed to the right reasons. Again, I don't really have much more to add. It's a matter of we'll wait and see what other news breaks and comes through in the, in the days to come. This is not a story that's just going to go away. Uh, it's going to be on all of your national news tonight, whether you're watching NBC News or you're watching CBS or you're watching Fox News or you're watching whatever. It's going to be on there. I can promise you that at some point. And it's it just it's maddening. And I frankly, I don't if you're Baffert, I don't know where you go from here. Uh, again, not not my issue to deal with as far as his circumstances are concerned. Um if it is just genuinely bad luck, then my God, the guy's had just a miserable year. Um, if it's something else, it, we'll find out in time. But just a just a terrible, terrible way for this whole saga to end. The, the maximum security issue and make I gotta make it clear, I'm not comparing them. We one is a confirmed Confirmed case of nefarious stuff going on. This case with Medina Spirit is not confirmed of that. You can draw your own conclusions, and we'll hopefully find out in time. But draw that that there's nothing confirmed that was done nefariously with with this situation with Medina Spirit. With Maximum Security, we know for a fact, and with XY Jet and with some of the other horses that either Service or Navarro had, we know for a fact that there was bad bad stuff going on there. You can't help but draw the conclusion in comparison because of the fashion in which all of this stuff happens. I'm not a vet. I don't, I've never been around horses for more than the times that I'm in paddocks or I've been able to go to the backside and pet a couple of them. I don't, I don't know many other, put it this way. How many other sports do athletes in their prime Drop dead of a heart attack. Um, I don't. I don't know many. And I say prime. I mean, if you really want to, Medina Spirit's effectively a 20, 21 year old. Drop dead of a heart attack. Could it happen? Anything can happen. I could get hit by a train, and I don't have train tracks all that close to my house. But if I, you know, there's a, there's a chance of a chance, but for a seemingly perfectly healthy animal dropped out of a heart attack, I mean, it, we know in one case with XY jet, it's because there was some bad stuff going on. Maximum security. We know, thankfully, you know, he got through his racing career. All right. But he, he went from. A fine horse to a super horse. This horse, Medina Spirit, I have no idea how everything's going to shake out. The only thing we know for a fact is he's no longer here. But he passed away today. Medina Spirit, the Kentucky Derby winner as of today, which again, could end up not 
being the case at some point, uh, is dead. And horse racing continues to look like a bunch of morons. Everybody involved, myself included, we all look like assholes. Plain and simple. I don't really have anything else to add to this. Feel free to vent or speak your piece beneath the video player on YouTube or on Twitter. Shoot me a note at Bernie or underscore Matt. That's going to do it. I know it's very brief, less than 20 minutes. Um, not much else to say. We'll be back next week. Be talking about hopefully the Kentucky Oaks Phillies uh, and what that leaderboard looks like getting ready closer and closer to the turn of the calendar in 2022. But for the time being, don't really think there's much more to say here this afternoon. Uh, good luck if you play anything this week. Uh, I'll be back next Monday. Till then, this has been episode 94 of the Matt Bernier Show.